Hello my beautiful stroke survivor friend, how are you? I'm Karina and I'm the host of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. In 1999, I suffered a brainstem dissection, which led me to coma and in a locked-in syndrome. I vowed that when I was going to get out of this situation, which was very traumatic, I was definitely going to teach and talk about what I've learned as a survivor. You see, back then, 24 years ago, there was no concept of Facebook, Instagram, or podcasts. So this platform allows me to reach so many people around the world and let you know that there's so much to live after stroke. My episodes are full of value. Uh, I talk about everything from self-confidence, from motivation, communication, letting go, efficiency, organization, safety. Nothing is off the table with me. And when I mentioned that there's so much life to live after stroke, my goal, my mission for this podcast a little, almost two years ago and today is remaining the same. To make one person throughout the world feel better about their situation. And guess what guys? My podcast, our podcast, is number seven worldwide in the category of Stroke Survivor Podcast. And I'm proud to say that now I'm in 33 countries worldwide. So I know that I'm definitely helping more than one person. I suggest you go right ahead and you download the episodes so you can refer to them again and again while you are doing your own rehabilitation. You can definitely go right ahead and subscribe and follow my shows so you can get all the newest episodes out. My tagline on Facebook is Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the pod page as well as on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet, straight to the point. We are going to be talking about how to let go, because it's a new reality for you as a stroke survivor. So what do you say? We go right ahead and we start the show. I know that today's subject is going to be a little bit touchy, because... Not everybody has the same perception of letting go and a lot of people are afraid of letting go because they're afraid of losing themselves. Again, it's all about perception, about how you see your life, your reality as of today and without comparing it to the way it was, that's the worst thing that you can possibly do. I don't want to lack any respect for anybody. Today's episode and every episode is always about my perception, what I've learned. And I I beg you to go ahead and put it into context for what you are going through and what you are living. And be open to the possibility. Because once you let go, you definitely feel better. Not only mentally, but you feel better physically. They are both connected. I've told you that before. I'll go into that a little bit later. 
It's funny because today I feel like going back to my roots, back to when I started doing the podcast and I would free flow. And I still do so, but I have a little bit more structure to my episodes. But today I want to speak to you as if we're sitting around my table and we're having a coffee or a glass of wine and um, we're just exchanging stories. I hope that's okay with you. A lot of people asked me, Karina, you talk a lot about letting go. What exactly do you mean? How do I do that? There's no magic pill. Unfortunately, guys, the magic pill is going to be your actions, your way of thinking. And uh, I'm going to explain a little bit more in details. But again, like I said before, try to put all this in context of your life. Whether you are a stroke survivor yourself or you are a caregiver for somebody else, it doesn't make a difference. I always say that you, the survivor, you are the eye of the storm. You suffered the most impact, okay? Physical, emotional, psychological, they're all on you. But just like a tornado or a hurricane, it destroyed everything around you. It moved everything around. So when I talk about letting go, it's not just you as the survivor, but it's also everybody else around you. And a lot of my past, a lot of my survival was held back. A lot of my letting go was held back because other people could not let go and they refused to let go. So I was stuck in between a rock and a hard place, if you know what I mean, until I took over my own life, until I decided what was best for me. When I decided that I wasn't going to live the second half of my life the way I lived the first half, I made a choice. I made a decision. And once that is done, the rest is easy. It's kind of finding yourself, let me, let me paint you a picture. I don't dive. I don't know how to dive. I've never known how to dive. Imagine I'm at the edge. I really, really want to do it. And I'm at the edge of the, um, the pool and I say, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But then fear gets involved. And I thought, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I get chills all over and my body starts being all like, all stuck on itself, all back into its shell. Letting go is kind of like being at the edge of that pool. If that makes any sense. But once you take that dive, you realize how easy that is. You may need to perfect it. Someone like me who's never dived, trust me, I'm going to have a lot of perfecting to do, but I'm still going to do it. So a lot of not letting go has to do with fear. And I have a question. You know, at the beginning I mentioned about a lot of people don't let go by fear of losing themselves. I have a question and I want you to be, 
totally honest with yourself. Is it fear of losing yourself, losing who you were pre-stroke? Or is it fear that if you do let go and you do find happiness within yourself, you are going to lose the ones around you? That question is very heartfelt, guys, because that's kind of what happened to me. Something clicked inside of me uh, after 10 years post-stroke. And I could not be the person that they wanted me to be because I was constantly fighting with the ghost of who I was. Yet I was trying so hard to become who I am. And I made a decision. I took that, I chose, how can I phrase it? I chose to decide. No, I decided to choose myself basically, okay? I decided to choose myself and there was some adjustments to do but it was so worth it guys so worth it if you've listened to my other shows you know that I'm not a person that's going to focus on the why of things but I'm more of a how can I make things better when we focus on the why, it only procrastinates the actions that we need to be taking. And again, if you guys have been following me for a little bit, you know that I'm an action taker. And most of my rehabilitation and my well-being today has to do with me taking action. You know, we're all creatures of habits. And after a stroke, we kind of get used to the hurt, to the pain. We get used to our insecurities. We become a little bit codependent to people. We avoid talking about it. In my case, it was more towards the psychological and the emotional side of things that was very difficult for me to deal with. I often talk to you guys about the importance of having the mind and the body in sync, aligned. Because if one of them is not, the whole being, your whole being is not. And when we can't let go, what happens? Your body is aching. Your mind is aching. Your heart is aching. You live in the what ifs. If only it didn't happen. If only I could do different. If only things would have been different, rather. These are lived questions that we all asks, ask ourselves at one point. But again, being in the why is no good because it's done and over with. Therefore, letting go is imminent. You have no choice to let go because if you don't let go of the old in with the new, you're only holding on to the ghost of you. One thing I want you to understand, you are never going to lose yourself because the essence of you 
the beauty of you is only going to become amplified after the stroke. But because you are ruled by fear and you're, like I said, a creature of habit and you became comfortable in your environment and the people around you were, are comfortable in that environment too. It's very frightening for everybody when we talk about moving on, when we talk about mourning and death. But in this particular case, I want you to realize that what you had and what you have today is a rebirth. When the stroke happened, Yes, it took a lot, a lot out of you, out of the old you. But it's also allowing you to give to the new you. Do I make sense? Do you guys get what I'm talking about? It's, it's a way of being, guys. It's a way of being. It's not going to happen overnight. You won't snap your finger and boom, la vita è bella. That's not the case. But if you do take actions and you become proactive and you watch the way you think, never mind what other people think and how they talk, you can't control anybody else. You can only control yourself. And you have to trust yourself, guys. We're going to talk about trusting yourself in a minute. Do you guys know what a story is? A story is something that is being repeated over and over. That is a story. Therefore, if you, my friend, is repeating your story, and this is reality. It, you guys are going to be mad at me, some of you, and I'm okay with it. I know it's hard to hear, it's hard to accept, but the, the fact is, life is no longer what it was. But life can be just as beautiful, if not better, than what it was. You know when we sometimes talk and we say, oh, I wish when I was 20 that I knew what I know now that I'm 70 or 60 or 50 in my case. Guess what? You have the luxury of knowing better, of not repeating the same patterns and the same mistakes and the same ways that you used to you have the luxury of not doing that you have the luxury of being living proof that if only i knew when i was 20 what i know now isn't that amazing guys you're alive today you are alive and you get to create the story that you want so you remember at the beginning of the segment, I said how a story is just a story. It's something that is being said over and over. But in this particular case, 
you get to change the story, the outline, and the ending of this story. And you know what? I find that in the last two years, I have owned my story, guys, like never before. And I can honestly tell you that I feel better than I have ever had before. Because that story is not amplified. That story is only a story, right? It's my truth. Yes, it's, it's, it's your truth. But I, don't you want to know how this story unfolds? That's exciting in itself. Have you ever read a good book and you're so emotionally, psychologically, your heart is involved and you just can't wait to know what's going on at the end of the book? How awesome is that, guys? But there are things you can do to advance, to help you get to that ending that you really, really, really want. Are you ready to hear it? Those of you who are enjoying this episode or any of my other episodes, please feel free to reach out on Facebook at Stroke Surviving the Odds underscore the podcast, as well on Instagram at SSTO underscore the podcast. For those of you who are not clear on what I mean when I'm saying letting go, letting go is Letting go of things that you have no control over. We have no control over the weather. Why would we have control over people, over situation? The only thing you can have control of is yourself. Now, it's no secret that I'm not always the most delicate flower in the garden. And I found that when I started speaking my mind, I started taking back control. And I am working with my teacher who is teaching me how to control the way I speak. Not the message, but to control the way I speak. And I have to say, guys, that is so hard because I'm very loud to begin with. Um... And I, I've lived with older people, i worked in the public, i worked in noisy places, so it's, it only makes sense, right? And I want to make sure that everybody understands me properly today. But I'm really, really trying hard to stay on the neutral tone and get my message across. The second thing that I've done is that I started listening to myself and trusting myself that even though I was afraid of certain things, I still gave it a go. I made sure I wasn't alone. I was supported by someone that knew I was afraid and that I was still going at it. It was my way of being accountable but feeling like there was somebody there Someone that you trust. For some of you, it's going to be your spouse, but I recommend to have a neutral party, a friend or something like that. Those are things 
that were extremely helpful that are still very helpful setting healthy boundaries it doesn't mean that you're telling everybody to go to hell it simply means that you are not available anymore for screaming or attitude or name calling or disrespect you are not available for that anymore and by not being available you're also not available to give it to other people you see how it works everything works full circle when you think about it the benefits the benefits of slowly mourning the old you and appreciating it for every single thing that it's done and that it's accomplished for you that you have done you did not lose that because you had the stroke. You did not. If you feel you've lost it, it's because you want to lose it. And I don't want you guys to feel like that. Everything you have done led to something. Don't let it go to waste, guys. The biggest benefit is going to be your own well-being you're going to feel so much better so much lighter because when you start accepting things for what they are you start taking action towards what else you want and and doing these things have a ripple effect in your environment in your direct and indirect environment in the way you talk at your colleagues at work and the way you smile at the people at the bus stop the way you make the pancakes to your kids <laughs> you know what i mean every single thing you do has an effect cause and effect i just don't want you guys to go to waste i just don't want you guys to just stay there like a prune that's drying up you are not a prune, my friend. You are not. So the moral of the story, the, mor the moral of today's episode is really... Think of letting go as mourning. There's no right or wrong way to go about it. There's no specific way. Some say seven steps, some say five steps. There's no order to it. You call the shots. You know how you feel. But as long as there's action behind it, slowly but surely, it's gonna take weeks, months, years, doesn't matter as long as you do right as long as you start living and not just existing it's all good take the time you need like I said there is no magic pill to this you are the magic pill whatever actions you are gonna take is going to work and it's it's up to you but there's no rush there's no fire we're all going to get there at the same time. But give yourself that chance. That chance of letting go and seeing what's going to happen. 
you're not going to die again you're only going to be blessed knowing having more more to add to your story man that's the way i see it there's no use crying over spilled milk guys it's done I had to tell myself that too. That's why it was, for me, it was like, okay, let's move on. Come on. I don't want to go into the why of things. I want to know how I can make things better. You remember how I started the podcast? So I don't want to be a B-I-T-C-H when I tell you this, okay? But really, it's, <sighs> the only thing that I can tell you though is take your time. And I promise it's going to be worth it little by little sounds good i know you've got this trust yourself and trust the process you have been listening to stroke surviving the odds with me kubina i love you very much and i look forward to talking to you guys very soon have a great day guys